Welcome to the C3 Church Watson Podcast. Our vision is to connect you to Jesus, develop you as a follower of Christ, and empower you to build the church. We hope you are blessed by this week's message. Good morning, everybody. Happy Father's Day, fellow fathers. And uh, historians have worked out that the, the night that built the round table for King Arthur was circumference. And uh, I just wanted to get that dad joke in because it's a Father's Day. And I'm sure that you can text me something of equal quality. Today we're talking about God being our Father because every Sunday is Father's Day where we worship our Heavenly Father. Isn't that right? And uh, today I'm talking about God. I'm talking about Him as our Father. And I hope that it's a blessing to you. If you uh, have not had a great relationship with your Father, then I hope that today inspires you to walk into that relationship with your Heavenly Father. And for those of us who are fathers, let's be encouraged and inspired by the kind of Father that that God is. And the first scripture I want to read is from Psalm 27, 8, which I was reading just the other day. I'm going through Psalms at the moment. And uh, it says this, My heart has heard you say, come and talk with me. This is David speaking to God. And my heart responds, Lord, I will come to you. Isn't that a beautiful scripture that that when we are listening, we hear God's voice say say to us, come and walk with me, come and talk with me. And our heart responds, I'll come and talk with you. The first point today about God the Father, number one out of three, is that he is there. He's the Father who, who is there. The Bible says that from everlasting to everlasting, you are God in Psalm 90 verse 2. From everlasting to everlasting, God is here. God is there. God is the one who's always there. And every kind of uh, father needs to be present, needs to be there. Jesus says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. The end of Matthew there. We're praying to a real live person who wants to come and talk with us, who wants us to come and talk with him. And God is there. The greatest gift that God gives us is his presence. And the greatest gift that any father can give to their children is their presence, is their not money buying presence, but is the actual presence of the person in their world, in their life. And fathers are around. Fathers are available. Hebrews 4.16 says, We come into uh, the, the throne of grace with boldness. We're a child. We can run into dad's presence whenever we want. And there we will receive his mercy and we'll find grace to help us when we need it most. What do children find when they come into the presence of their father well according to the bible it says here we would children should find mercy and receive gracious help i hope that when my kids come to me that they will find mercy and they'll find grace and they'll find help because that's what a father gives that's what god gives to us when we come into his presence he helps us when kids are sad, when they've done the wrong thing, they feel guilty, they've made a mistake, when they're feeling lonely, when they're feeling confused, they should come into a father's presence and find answers and find assistance and find help and find mercy. That's the loving arms of a beautiful father, as we sang this morning. A father is not just there. 
he also provides help. We're not just sort of floating around in the background in the house. We're there to give help, help with the homework, help with the chores, help with whatever needs to be done. So a good thing says, this, a, a good father, sorry, says, uh, a good father is a good thing, by the way, um, says things the same as Jesus said. Jesus said this to many people who came to him who were ill. He said to them, what would you like me to do for you? And they, that's, a word, they're, they're, that's a sentence that um, fathers say to their children. What would you like me to do for you? What would you, what would you like? What, what should we do together? Would you like me to read a book with you? Would you like me to read you a story? Would you like me to play a game? Hey, would you like to go outside and play some, hit, uh, kick a soccer ball around, play some tennis together? Would you like to go for a ride? What would you like me to do for you? What a great word for a father who is present to say and available to their children. Jesus said, God says, come and talk with me. And building a conversation with God is like playing hide and seek in a way because we need to go and seek God sometimes. God was in the Garden of Eden and he came and sought after Adam and Eve every day. Adam, Eve, where are you? Come and talk with me. And that's the same thing that our Heavenly Father does right now today with us. He says, come and talk with me. You know, uh, even atheists and agnostic people, scientists, believe that there is a, a creator. They just want to refer, him, refer to the creator as a, uh, the, the causal agent outside of space and time. But they don't want to call him God. But we know that that causal agent beyond space and time is God and he's always there. Okay, so point number two, a good father is a good teacher. Now, my father was a very patient, good teacher. And he was our preferred option when we were learning to drive the car. Uh, because getting into the car with my mother as a teacher was always a, a, a blood pressure rising and a heart rate rising thing that her, her tone of voice would increase as soon as she sat on that passenger seat, uh, holding onto the dashboard with one hand and holding onto the uh, handle above her head with the other one and her f- foot going into the invisible brake in front of her even before we started the car. And uh, whereas dad was extremely patient and that's, that produces confidence in a learner. And I remember uh, the car that my sister was learning in with my father coming back uh, home one day and it had a metal strip. You know, some cars used to have those metal strips right along the edge. I don't think they make them like that anymore. But that metal strip was jam-packed full of weeds and grass. And I said to her, so... Where did that weed and grass come from? And she said, well, uh, I accidentally went into a paddock. And I said, well, what did Dad say when you were doing that? Because he's in the passenger seat. And she said, well, he said to me, you're in a very calm voice. Okay, you're leaving the road now. All right, you've left the road. Now, gently turn back towards the road and we'll get back on it. This, this is while the car is jumping through the paddock. And I just can't imagine what it would have been like for her to have my mother in the passenger seat when she decided to leave the road. And a good teacher is somebody who is patient 
and also somebody who, who, who clearly explains things really well, and God does that. In Psalm 32, verse 8, it says, God will instruct us. In 2 Peter 3, 9, it says, God is patient towards you. God is a wonderful teacher. A father, a good father is a good teacher. And he says things, uh, he's very patient with the, the mistakes that we make. He says things like, don't worry, you're going to get the hang of it. Let's try it again. It doesn't matter how many mistakes we make with God. He's patient and says, it's okay. It's going to be okay. You're going to get the hang of it. Let's do it again. And uh, it doesn't matter how many times we commit the same sin. God says, that's okay. I'm not giving up on you. Let's try it again. And it doesn't matter how many times we face issues uh, where we don't do the right thing. God says, that's okay. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to give you another one and another one. And after that, you're going to keep going until you master it. Because my goal is to train you and to teach you. A good father says, all right, now it's your turn. Why do you think it's not turning out quite right, this project that you're working on? A good teacher is leading the, the student on. God does that to us all the time. Why do you think your life is not as good as you'd like it to be right now? What do you think is the solution? He also reminds us, you're free to do that if you want to, but if you don't do it the way I showed you, you're going to have trouble. And he's patiently reminding us. In fact, this is great scripture about God being a teacher is in 1 Corinthians 4, verses 14 to 16. And Paul says this to his students, to his children. He says, I'm not writing these things to shame you. You know, God doesn't want to shame us. A good father doesn't want to shame his children. But to warn you as my beloved children. A good father warns. Doesn't want to shame this gives a gentle warning. For even if you had 10,000 others to teach you about Christ, you have only one spiritual father. For I became your father in Christ Jesus when I preached the good news to you. So I urge you to imitate me. And a father is someone who brings life. Paul brought the life of the gospel to these people in Corinth. And he became their father because he gave them life. But he said, I'm not here to shame you. But I'm here to guide you. I'm here to warn you. You imitate me. And that's, that's the best thing that a father can be as a teacher is a great example. And we copy ourselves. I still catch myself doing things the way I must have seen my father do it because I, I see my father in my behavior. And it's because I've imitated him. And uh, we laugh about some of the things that my children are imitating about me as well at the moment. But that's all part of the fun and the privilege of being a dad. The third area. There are actually so many different attributes of God as our Father that are worth studying, but we have limited time today. We could talk about God, our strong Father, and what that means. We could talk about God, our meek Father, and how He doesn't force us to do His will. He gives us the freedom to, to choose ourselves. He doesn't control us. He's not a controlling father. He's a loving father. So this one, I'm just talking about the third quality here, is uh, illustrated by something that happened when I was a child and uh, we went and visited some relatives of ours in Sydney and uh, the mother, my auntie, was quite 
concerned, where's, where's, her, where's my youngest son? He was about 10 or 11 at the time. And then her husband, my uncle, came in and announced that he'd sent the son down Powderworks Road in Eleanor Heights on his bike to the nearest shops to buy something. And my auntie was quite concerned about that, to say the least. Powderworks Road is a very busy road. Uh, but the father said, "That's it's fine. He's going to be fine. It's okay. And sure enough, he came back fine, fortunately for my uncle. But generally speaking, a mother is really good at nurturing and, and caring and uh, patching up the children. Uh, God is an, a, an amazing, mysterious combination of male and female attributes. But uh, generally speaking, that father's part, that father, fatherly as, aspect of God also involves stretching us putting us in front of challenges, putting challenges in front of us, giving us risks that, we, that he knows we can take. And God does that all the time with us. He says, fear not, be strong, be courageous. He wants children who are strong and confident, who are taking risks. So God is there. God is a patient teacher, but he's also pushing us out of the nest. And uh, I can remember many times where my mum would be patching up scratch on my knee or band, putting a band-aid on something and giving me a hug and whatever. Meanwhile, my father comes over and says, okay, back on the bike. You've got to get back on the bike. Try it again. Don't just let that knock you off your tree, out of your tree. A good father is going to say these sort of words. I believe in you. Don't worry. I'll be with you right through the whole thing. You can do this. It's just a little stretch for you. God is into stretching us because he wants to form us into the image of Christ. And the image of Christ is so huge. You know, he's huge in every direction. He's, he's huge in faith. He's huge in love. He's huge in joy. He's huge in patience and peace. He's huge in gentleness. Jesus is such a huge image. And if we're ever going to be anything like Jesus... If we're ever going to grow into Christ, it's going to require stretching. And God is always going to be putting another challenge in front of us to stretch us. And it's going to be, okay, now you've got to work on your job. But while you're doing that, I want you to work on your marriage. And while you're doing that, I want, to, want you to work on your children. I want, while you're doing that, I want you to keep believing that that situation you've been praying for is going to change. So God's always stretching us out. Because if we don't get stretched out, if we don't allow ourselves to be stretched, our capacity doesn't grow. And God wants to build our capacity all the time. And it's a tragedy for me when I was a principal to see kids come to school and they'd be eight joining our school, maybe nine, and they can't throw a ball. They can't ride a bike. They're scared about life. And then they don't have a father to stretch them and to give them that confidence. God's always wanting us to have more confidence that everything's going to be fine. Romans 8.15 says this, You have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. And now we call him Abba, Father. And we don't have a spirit of fear because we have a spirit of sonship or daughtership. And that spirit 
of being adopted and being part of God, the king of the universe's family, makes us princes and princesses who are confident and not fearful, not afraid, because we know that he's with us, that he's teaching us, and that he's leading us through all the challenges of our lives. Now, there's this guy called Chad Harrington, American guy, visited Israel in 2007. And after quite a long period of being interviewed on his first arrival into Israel, he had to go to the bathroom. And uh, while he was washing his hands, at the next basin was a Jewish dad and his seven or eight-year-old son. And he overheard this Jewish dad say to his son, in English, these words, when I ask you to do something, I want you to call me Abba. And it was a fascinating insight into the meaning of Abba, because often we think of Abba means daddy. But Abba is also tied. It's a special relationship. It's tied to another meaning. Because as well as being our daddy who loves us, who cares for us, who, who wants to shower us with his protection and his favour and his grace, the relationship is two-way. And the other, part, the other side of the coin is that we are the obedient child. And God wants to lead us and we need to be soft in his hands. You know, we see the word Abba appear when Jesus says, Abba, Father. Where does he say it? In the Garden of Gethsemane. What was happening? God was asking him to do something. When I ask you to do something, I want you to call me Abba. Because God's going to be asking us to do things we don't want to do sometimes. But he's our Abba. And we are his obedient child. And as we finish this message today, I want to encourage you. To speak to God as your loving daddy, but speak to him in the perspective of being his obedient child. God is with us. God is a patient teacher. And God is wanting to stretch us today. And we have that wonderful relationship with him. Unique relationship where he's our caring father and we are his obedient child. And if you today have never asked God to be, to adopt you, to be your father, to be your heavenly father. You can do that today. In fact, there's a prayer coming up on the screen right now and you can pray that prayer and invite God to come into your heart and repent of all your sinful ways and confess that he is the one who's worthy of being followed, worthy of being your Lord. God bless you, dads. God bless you, everybody. And uh, let's see him as our father. Thanks for listening. We hope to see you in church again this weekend. To find out more about our church, find us online at c3churchwatson.com.au.